to the deep dive, the slap-based deep dive. Welcome, something new. New theme song, I finally made a decision on some music, 30, what are we, 32 episodes in. So we, we, we went back and forth in the off-season trying to pick what we would do as a, a theme song and we just couldn't decide. So in the end I just thought, oh, let's just put the sound of the MCG on there which was just a publicly available mp3 and then i thought mm, let's the throw spice. this on yeah let's, spice it let's up add there. a bit of spice now we're getting into we're halfway the... through the season exactly why, why not throw some spice in so welcome to the dive i'm trent you are mr i'm mr smith mr smith and uh, you, mate? very doing very well we're going to bang into round 13 so shorter rounds so it probably won't be as long uh, an episode as we sometimes do but you just never know with us there's six teams that have the buy, so Brisbane, GWS, Collingwood, Melbourne, Essendon, and North Melbourne. So, But we've still got some pretty solid things to talk about. There's still plenty of games, and after what was a pretty... Yeah, was, was the Tank Cup halfway through the round? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously the busted-ass cup with the Suns mm. and St Kilda, but one thing I did notice is through this round, so we'll go through it more specifically, but basically all the games... At least they're close on the ladder. So yeah. Hawthorne are 11th, Adelaide are 10th, Cats are 4th, Tigers are 2nd, you know... Where we... Where we... Swannies and Eagles, yeah. 3 and 1. So that's the thing. So they're, they're, at least there's some... At least the busted-ass teams are playing the busted-ass teams. Yeah. And then the decent teams are playing what seems to be the decent, decent teams. teams. So at least there's that. So... Massive shout-out as well to our mates at Hopster Home before we get straight into round 13. So craft beer delivery service. So we've got ourselves a glass at the moment of Three Ravens IPA, which is really nice. It's quite juicy. Very juicy, very classic West Coast style as well. Uh, Three Ravens is from... They're, they're definitely Victorian. I forget exactly where. Somewhere they, I think in the north. north I think Brunswick so. somewhere. Ish, something like that. Hipster style. But um, no, really, really nice brewery. And um, yeah, Hopster Homes are really, really good service. So you sign up to them and they, they deliver to you each month. So you can choose different pack sizes just on their website, hopsterhome.com.au. And they curate different packs to you. So IPAs, pale ales, and there's some really... This one's quite a nice mix. So I'll post a photo I've seen of, of the cans we got in this one because there's some, some really cool ones. So there's a coffee porter, there's a, and which is really interesting collaboration from Conspirators and Padre. And then there's also a couple of IPAs, pails. So you get a really nice little selection. So and you need to say... Yeah, we got a, got in there. We got well. a Hunter, Hunter um, Valley in there as well. So yeah. nice, you know, range, and it's so hard to follow. You know, all the craft beers out there. It's such an exploding scene. So these guys do a really good job of you know curating a bunch of different stuff yeah. that they reckon is really. And solid. you can just not have to think about it. Don't think. Just if you can bring a case into the house you, you can click click with a button you, you're done done so yeah thanks and to those guys yeah thanks to those guys definitely check them out and um you also if you sign up you get a 25 dollar discount for your first pack under the promo code afl deep dive so that definitely makes it even more worth checking out absolutely let's start at the top as we do okay. thursday so thursday night footy is back thursday is back so we've got i think five thursday night games in a row now so quite a nice Chunk, Port Adelaide versus the Western Bulldogs at Adelaide Oval, 7.50, so this Thursday night, so only in a couple of days now, so we're recording this on Tuesday evening. Interesting game, so as we said, 8 versus 14th, 
Port just came off a win. Yeah, very good win against the Tigs. Tigs, and Dogs have lost their last three. So Dogs are definitely starting to slide a bit after that, you know, recouped form. They, you know, didn't start the season too well, got pants by the Giants, you know, had some pretty average games early on, and then they started to kind of string a little bit together. But now, three losses in a row, not not ideal, and probably not hitting Port at a very good time either. No, they're, um, they've got a fairly tough few weeks ahead of and mm. so they'll want to probably win this to give themselves a little bit of or take a little bit of pressure off because after here they play um, some teams that are looking finals bound with North Melbourne Geelong and Hawthorne to follow from the Port Adelaide game so they've got a tough month ahead of them yeah and it's it's look with when you hit good sides and I think we, we both rate Port we think they're at the top of that middle rung or mm. you know maybe pushing at the lower end of the top rung and the fact that They've beaten Adelaide, Sydney, North Melbourne. Yeah. And, and they beat Sydney away too. Yeah, so it, the worry would be for other teams is if they make the finals, they know that they can compete against the top teams. Their challenge now is to beat the, the teams like the Doggies who are on paper and form-wise aren't playing as well. They've got to beat them just to get to the finals. Really. Yeah, that's it. And then the other thing too is the bye curse as well. So Dogs will be coming off the bye. So, you know, teams... You know, statistically, just aren't winning that well after the bye. Yeah, exactly. And Port had the game. So the other thing too is that days break. It's not actually too bad because Port Adelaide played on the Friday night and then they're back on the Thursday. But it's not like they had a game on the Saturday or something, and it's a really short break. So I'm going to go with Port for this game. Yeah, I'm going with Port. They um, um, start to look very, very good on the weekends uh, last weekend and starting to gel a little bit better. Those three new players that they brought in are starting to understand the system a little bit better. Yeah, and obviously the, the structure is much better. Yeah, and obviously Wingard can play the whole game in the midfield now, which yeah. allows a lot more freedom and flexibility for Rockcliffe to go forward or back. He doesn't have to stay in the midfield. I don't think he's quite up to match fitness to, to run out a game in the midfield at the moment. No, so, probably not yet, but you're right. I think, yeah. And the Dogs, well, they've, they haven't really proven themselves for too many weeks in a row to suggest that they could get up and um, they're missing so much personnel. I, yeah, I can't see the dogs getting very close at all. <coughs> no, I think it's going to be hard. So, I mean, look, we talked about it in the review. Ports, they, they were good. They weren't convincing. They still, they only actually won one quarter out of the four. So this is the thing. It's a, we didn't get enough time. to. We actually went about 22 minutes into the <laughs> Richmond um, Port game, but there are still other elements out of it. I mean, only winning that one quarter... They were kind of nervous winners a little bit in the end. They, you know, holding yep. onto that lead was quite difficult, and you know they nearly lost it. I mean, it, so for me, I wasn't that convinced. But at the same time, I think they're going to be good enough, and especially mm. at home, like with that home crowd, they're, they're you know two or three goal side better, and it's going to be tough. I'd, I'd imagine absolutely, and we can't read too much into the Dogs' wins. It was Brisbane, Carlton, and Gold Coast. They're, they're yeah. their wins, so and they weren't convincing wins either. Um, no, and the Gold Coast run especially. The Gold Coast should have won that game. So, yeah. But yeah, look, I think it, there's not too many chances, I think, for the Dogs out of this. I mean, obviously, if they're really, really on, so Dal Morris is going to come out, which obviously doesn't help their cause. So he's um, going to go in for surgery. So he's, he just keeps going. He's the Terminator, Dal Morris. Yeah. Um, so there's a, look, there's a few different elements to it, in and out, but I don't imagine there's going to be anything that's going to flip you know, it's not like there's some massive change that's going to totally um, fix it up. No. And 
and make it um, make it something. So I think so. Zane Cordy, you think would come back after his concussion? Aaron Norton, it sounds like he's going to be available as well. So there's a few little pieces that they can bring in. I think Bevo is still trying to figure out what's going to work in this side, and I think what was he going to do for the next few years to come? Because yeah. I would say most deep down, if they all look looking inside, they they're not playing finals. I don't think too many. I think pretty unlikely. Do. Well, so yeah, I mean, from here they've got to win a massive chunk of the rest of the games. You know, we're, yeah. you're looking at that's the thing mathematically they they are getting towards that sort of territory. And, you know, the, the thing for me with the dogs too, I don't know whether Bevo's aware that a Roughhead or a Dalhouse is going at the end of the year. So he's kind of put in a bit of a position where I'll play them, but I'm not going to, you know, put them in any sort of, you know, positions or specifics no. that are going to, you know, but, yeah. cause too many issues. So, look, I, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think they're in, a, they're in a bit of a funk, the dogs. And I think they'll come back next year looking a bit better and, you know, they might play a bit at the draft as well with a couple of players wanting to come out they might do a, a few different things in the in the trade period as well but I don't I don't yeah for me Port Adelaide uh, I think are definitely so there's a few little pieces here and there so Jack Trengrove he's a possibility again Lindsay Thomas um, played quite well so you know maybe they recall him give him another game or so and see how he performs but they they just beat Richmond so they still won the game even though it wasn't a very convincing win they still won it so yep. they might want to keep that synergy going you know as you said the recruits are, are looking good Rockliffe still looks a little bit injured I don't know yeah, what the I don't issue know whether still he's is injured or whether he's just yeah like, like I said not match fit but um there's a bit of bit of funk about him as yeah. well but yeah look I think for me Port Adelaide I, I'd say Port by probably 25 30 points yeah I reckon it'll be like that I think the first quarter and a bit might be competitive mm. from the dogs or they'll show you a quarter here a quarter there I just I, they don't have the arsenal to go with Port. Not at the moment, and especially at home. So it'd be a, yeah, it'd be a pretty big letdown if they were to drop yeah. this game. So it's going to be fifteen degrees in and around when they hit the match, and there's a massive chance of rain too. So it might be a bit of a wetter evening. We've seen you know from last week that the Adelaide Oval drains quite well, it's really so, well, yeah. So that might not mean it's too wet, but at the same time, you know, it, it it'll be interesting to see what the dogs do. The dogs. Played really poorly, I thought, in the wet against Adelaide. Um, they just didn't play meterage, and for sections of the game, we're still playing as though it was a dry game, and that pretty much cost them the match. Match, yep. So, because you know, we've learnt now that Adelaide are potentially not as good as we thought they were. So, I think you know, it'll be interesting to see how the dogs play if it is to be wet. Given they, you'd hope, would have learnt lessons from that prior game, but I still reckon they're not going to pick it, pick it up, you know, to the point. This would be a massive upset if the dogs had a had a win and, and take this away from, from Paul. Oh, it'd so. be massive, massive upset and and keeps their very slim finals hope alive. I looked right through the rest of the year. I reckon they've got one of the hardest runs home. The dogs, yeah. they play all top eight teams, basically all the top eight teams and they play Port Adelaide twice and North Melbourne twice. Yeah, I think fixturally they're still <laughs> suffering the, the win in 16 to a degree because the AFL's you know, wanting to capitalise on that you know, boost in, in members and all and everything around yeah, it with the dogs. But, so, but now Port, Port Adelaide for me, and I, I think you're, yeah, you're easily yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if Port Adelaide don't win comfortably, like by four, five, six goals, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised. Well, it certainly throws this. I mean, look, the the thing that was clear after the end of last round is that you know Richmond and West Coast are you know there was this kind of belief that Richmond, West Coast, and the D's were the three best sides in the game. That's not the case. No. Collingwood just beat the Ds and beat them comprehensively across the ground. So I think you can mount an argument that it's West Coast in front and then the next pack, I don't think there's a hell of a lot that separates Collingwood, 
I think Richmond maybe slightly ahead, but not by too much. They, I think they're only a little bracket ahead. I think the ladder, when you get to this stage of the year, just doesn't lie. There's no. really very few lies in this, in yeah, this at the moment. I think the only real you know thread out of it is that I think GWS are going to get some players back in the second half of the year, and that may really shape things. And Adelaide are kind of in that position as well. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that once we get to their games. But yeah, port for for both of us out of that game. Friday night. SCG, massive game, City Swans versus the West Coast Eagles. So this is a huge game. Um, we we marked this a while ago as a game we're looking forward to. So this yeah. is going to be great. Yep, so it's really starting to feel that 05-06 rivalry is, is back. And Sydney weather has come to the fore. It's going to be 18 and sunny on Friday. So you would expect beautiful Perfect conditions, conditions uh, yeah. come Friday night. So if you are in Sydney or heading up to Sydney... And you're a fan of AFL footy, definitely get to this game. Even oh. if you're not a supporter of either of these teams, because it'll be a belter of a game, I reckon. Two yep. of the best yeah. forwards of the modern era at each end with Franklin and Kennedy. Yeah. And then obviously two dynamic midfielders that are just on the top of their game. Like this is And quality small forwards as well. Like you've got Rioli on one end and then you've got... Um, Sackamore, yeah. just let the two big boys go Heaney head to head. And stuff. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm no, joking. No. But the SCG is a fantastic ground to watch footy anyway. It really it's, is, it's, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. We, we both lived in Sydney for a bit and it's, it's fantastic. So massive game. We'll certainly go into this one pretty heavily. I'm going to go with Sydney for this game. I just think Sydney uh, are on the way up. I was really, really impressed with them against St Kilda. They belted them and went about as hard as they needed to. They had a really soft game. They played at Etihad as well, in and out. They they got out mm. of there pretty easily. I you know no no damage at all. It was pretty bruise free for the whole game. And I think West Coast are due a bit of a slump. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that uh, sentiment. I was about to say, as good as they are, are they're, they, oh, they're I, a better side. But I think they'll lose this game. Yeah, yeah no, no, the, not that. I was being hypothetical with my question in the fact mm. that I don't think they're as good a team to win. 13, 12, 14 games straight. I think they lose this and then then do patches of six and seven wins in a row come the end of the season. Well, the other thing for me is... It's just too difficult the way modern AFL football is um, played to continually win massive, massive patches. And they've already won 10, 11 games in a Mm. row now, so... Yeah, I think that's um, it's just uh, the timing and, and Sydney are playing extremely good football. They look amazing. They've, they're very they've, healthy as well. And they've remembered how to win at home. Well, that's it. Mm. And, and they've won away consistently, but they're, they're starting to win at home too. The other factor for me, and I know this is not guaranteed or anything like that, I'm not saying that, but I still think it's a factor, is West Coast had the bye. So again... Yep. Teams that come after the buyers that are set a minute and ago and then having to travel do struggle across country as exactly. Well. So they've got a fair flight, you know. The you know. So I think Sydney will have marked this as a game to really make a statement in in season twenty eighteen. If they win this by twenty twenty five points, you know, then all the discussions going to be Sydney and West Coast are the, are the top two sides really, with Richmond in and around mm. that kind of mix slightly, oh, yeah. slightly there. And then after that, that next pack is very close in New Collingwoods and. Melbourne's and even Geelong, North if they're on, and then obviously yeah. Geelong as well. So, uh, and then Port too. So there's a lot. This is the thing, you know. You talk about the state of the game. I, I think the big. We won't kind of go into it now, but as a very brief thing, I think the the big thing for me is there are some very good sides, and then there are some very bad sides. And when the bad sides and there's the the gap in the middle is is relatively wide. Yeah. I think there's some about ten, you know, eight to ten pretty good sides generally speaking, and then obviously there's different levels within there. But I think when you 
get a really quality side like a Sydney, as we saw last week, against a bottom team like St Kilda, who are clearly a bottom team. They've only won one game. They're not going to make finals from here. They're not even remotely close. No. They have to win basically every game from here in order to you know get anywhere near the top four, let alone eight. So for me, yeah, I think, look, it's you're going to have your bad games here and there, but we might record an episode, I think, in the next couple of weeks chatting in and around that because I don't think it's as dire as, as some people say it is. But then at the same time, you know... The overall state of the game? Overall state of the game. position in the NFL? No. that is in dire straits. That is in dire straits. <laughs> but I yeah. think to get oh, every... Right. But to get all 18 clubs up and about all it's looking very good is almost impossible. It doesn't happen. Look at... Name me a, a massive international professional sport where all the teams are remotely close. It doesn't happen. Well, you look at the NBA at the moment. So there's all a lot of the talk in the NBA is just how good this era is, and it is. It's fantastic. There's some generational players in this era, but there's a good five, six, seven teams really that are garbage. There, there are a bunch of teams that are rubbish. I know they've got a lot more teams, but it it factors out. So yeah. I don't know. I, at least in this round, we're getting a, a few games where. We're seeing teams that are a bit closer together, and and um, I think there's a couple of things the AFL could could adjust to make it a little bit, you know, less disparaging. I, I think everyone should play each other once, but that's just me. That's that's um, but that's another discussion. But anyway, getting back to this game, Sydney, yeah, look, obviously massive win last week, but such a soft win, and I don't, they don't strike me as a side that are going to have a soft win and then think, oh well, you know, we can kind of come into this game chilled out. Because we've yeah. had a really soft beat up on a little no, it'll just be nerd a tune kid, up, like be, I think just a tune up ready for no. for for what lies exactly. ahead, and that's why they didn't go ahead and probably win by a hundred plus points because they knew that that might that win was locked away. Yeah, why and no injuries and injuries. Too. Why, yeah. why um, put too much pressure on the body when you got to get up for a massive game the yeah. following week? So so a couple of moves. There might be a couple of different ins and outs. I'd imagine in this game. So as I said, we're recording this on Tuesday night. Kieran Jack sounds like he's going to be back. So there's there's a couple of different elements there. Sam Reed's potentially available as well. Dan Robinson as well. So there's a few different people, um, you know, on the edge of Sydney and their side's going okay. So you never know. They might just keep it the way it is. They brought Papley back and he, he was pretty good. So I... I imagine they'll stick with pretty much the same. There might be a couple little switches, unless there's some massive surprise that we're not aware of. I think yeah. they'll probably keep it pretty much the same. Um, West Coast is kind of a little bit more interesting, so it sounds like there's a there's a very big chance that Shuey is going to play. They've they've basically said he's going to play, but you know who knows? Yeah, now it's AFL football. Exactly, it could be completely different. Um, so it sounds like he, he's a chance. Um, Liam Ryan, amazingly as well, looks like he's a bit of a chance too. Chris Marston as well is a, a bit of possibility too. So there was a few that were a little bit lackluster just prior to the bye. So I don't know, maybe they give a couple of people a couple of weeks rest with bye and then this week just to kind of give them you know a two-week bracket Yeah, maybe in the middle of the year. It would be smart on West Coast's coaching panel to do that. Mm. It's a long season. It's still got half the season to go. They're sitting very comfortably on top of the ladder. Nobody's going to berate them for losing to Sydney. No, if, no, they, yeah. if they do, I'm not saying they're going to, but if they do on the weekend, as long as it's not a blow, they're going to sit there and go, yep, so what? Got six or seven or eight more games. That- they have so many, they've won so many games that I, I think West Coast are, class. That's exactly it. I yeah. think West Coast are very, very, almost a lock, you would say, for top four, given how many games they've already won. They're yeah. a massive chance to finish top four. Absolutely. So Jack Darling, it sounds like he's not, he's not going to be back. So that's almost impossible that's going to happen. Brandon Archie's a possibility of, of coming in as well. So there's a few, I think there might be two or three changes on the West Coast side. But again, we're not going to know that really until Thursday. And 
Yeah, Sydney's a tough one because they have played so well. As I mean, Kieran Jack, if he's right to go, he comes in straight away because it's Kieran Jack. Exactly. Yeah. But other than that, I, he's I probably the only one that I would say is definitive going to come in again. Yeah. I, I reckon. And, he's, and after he's that, in. and whoever whoever they drop for him is can feel very unlucky because that was such a well oiled, complete team performance by the Swans last weekend. Yeah, so. that's it. I mean, when you look at you know some of the the people that you know didn't really set the light, you know, set the room on fire. What are the phrases with um, St Kilda? You know, look at McCartan, you know, he had eight disposals, but he got 87% efficiency. Like, you know, he actually was okay. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's, you know, there's some upside to continuing playing some of these kids. So, it's... Yeah. It's, it's more about yeah. just getting the team balance right against formidable uh, opponent Side, in yeah. West Coast. So. And you think Hanbury, you know, he, he didn't have a massive game, but... I don't think they're going to drop him unless there's some massive thing we don't know. He's, well, he's someone. Not, he's like a someone that needs games. Yeah, I he's think, not going to get build. any form unless he's no, playing. no, no, absolutely. So you don't so need they're, not gonna, they're not going to do that. No, so, unless he's injured, they'll keep him. He's exactly, too important yeah. to them, and he loves these types of games. This is when he usually shines. You'd think so, yeah. So this looks like with perfect conditions, this looks like this will be a fantastic game. It'll be really interesting to see how the teams structure up. Both teams are very well drilled. So, you know, the, the zonings are going to be really interesting to watch to see, you know, what's, you know how well the West Coast use the ground as well. They, you know, they seem to be okay at the SCG, you would imagine, at this but side. That's, but that's because they had Subi, so who knows? Exactly. So well, maybe maybe that does flip it a little bit. But you'd think, you'd think they should be okay and, and figure out how to use it. West oh, Coast, yeah. will, will, you know, they're a very good side. So th- this is going to be a fascinating game to see how it plays out. And yeah. I think... I think if we don't see this in the grand final, I think this will be a final. I think these two teams will play against each other. We'll certainly both make it. Um, and it would be great to see a, a massive final and or a replay of, you know, 05, 06 would be, would be pretty good. Because I, 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 I really love watching both teams. And, they're, they're, you know, both the teams are playing very different football to what they did in those years. And West mm-hmm. Coast play really attractive football. But then, they, you know, there's so much pressure and... You know, really quality defensive tactics that they use without it being, you know, just a schlog and extremely boring. Yeah, well, that was, that, that's football. what I'm it's not like for, that at all. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to most in this game is the style and whether both teams have a OK Corral shootout type scenario who can score the most wins or whether it's all right, let's just lock it in and uh, have a really defensive mode. But yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the coaches thing, go, yeah. go about it and lots of subplots here uh, that we could go on and 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 on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there's so many elements to it. I don't yeah. think... It's Channel the, 7, obviously, and Fox are licking their lips because they're actually going to get... Go to the lab oh, with well, David King. Well, the thing is, it's just going to be a big televised game. game. There's going to yeah. be so many big people um, watching it, finally. I think, um, yeah, look, offensive styles and defensive styles will be really interesting to see how they play. The game plan will be interesting. I think for me, given how well Sydney did early on against St Kilda, I know St Kilda obviously much worse opposition than West Coast, but given how much they just piled on scores so quickly, they had that massive first quarter, for me, I, I think they're going to come out and, and try and jump West Coast early. I think they'll, they'll come out and just try to, rather than lock down football, I think they'll come out and just try to blare it early, if they can. Or they might test it for a few minutes and see whether whether it's they're vulnerable and, and it would work. I reckon they'll, they'll poke the bear and test it, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, obviously, Nick Nadanui, uh, one of the elite ruckmen coming up, uh, relatively unknown until this year in Sinclair. So if Nick Nat can give his... <laughs> 
Yeah, he's really he's had his best year, Sinclair. Yeah, if, if Nick Nat gets on top and gives uh, first use to that, that brigade of um, running machines that is the new West Coast midfield, well, I, I, Sydney's not going to have a chance. They'll have to lock it down. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, look, fascinating, fascinating. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. If Shuey, if Shuey gets up, I think then that starts to make it a bit closer. But I still think, and if he's looking really fit and... And everything around there, but no, like I, I think for me, Sydney at home, I think they'll just win this game. But I think West Coast are going to be in it because they've just had so much experience. But I think they're, they're just due a bit of a loss. Yeah, I, mean, I think Sydney by about fifteen points. Yeah, in it, it'll be something in and around there. So, next game, Carlton versus Frio. Eddie had Sadie in one forty-five. Interesting game for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, I mean, well, look, Fremantle were. So here's the first thing: Fremantle were a lot better last week. We spoke about their lack of ability to kick a big score. That probably won't be as much of an issue against Carlton. It's going to clearly be an issue against better teams. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to tip no one in this game. I think it'll be a draw. <laughs> no, I look, I'm going to go with Catton. I'm going with Catton. Yeah, I think <laughs> we both just looked at each other. Yeah. So this is 18th versus 13th, but I don't know why, but I'm going to go with Carlton. I could barely pick Fremantle. Oh, no, I know. In fact, I didn't even think Freo would turn up last week. They, they, just... were, they were fantastic, though. They were really good. Yeah. But for what's on the park, for what they've got, what without they've got, Fife and Sandlands, yeah. let's be fair, they, they were pretty good. Yeah, see, but they're not playing over there anymore. No, I don't disagree. Yeah, I'm not I, saying that's going to happen nah, again. I, I, and I actually think Carlton will, as a playing group, think this is possibly that one game that we can, we can sneak <laughs> We can sneak in another and, game and get, yeah. a, get a get a win on the board. So yeah. they'll go into it with a lot of confidence. They play Eddie had pretty well. They've had the week off, yeah. and I think that's the one team that probably needed the week off. Exactly. Young players. See that benefits. Mm. I think for them that might actually be okay. Yeah. So look, I think I don't for, know. for me, so look, Cox to... Cox kicked four in in the the another Cox. Yeah. Um. Not uh, Mason Cox. Yeah. Brennan Cox. Mm. So he's, you know, he's 19. So, I mean, are we going to see another four or five goals from him? Probably not. Probably but, not. So, and that, they really relied Cat- on him. But Catton don't have a defender, so maybe he will. But you have a look at the injuries on both teams. It's a very hard game to get much of a read on because, I mean... Who, who, do, do they, who's, who's likely coming back for these teams? Well, we'll have a look at it. So, Fremantle... I mean, so Fremantle had the only suspension. So, yeah, Walters... So, so, that's the thing. Like, he's, he's not out. playing. Yep, so that so was pretty stupid. So, uh, Alex Pierce broke his thumb as well. So, Nat Fife will be back though. So, he only had the one match ban and um, with the new challenge system, they didn't get a second week. So, a few, I saw a few people tweeting today that he's out for this game. He's not because they don't get an extra week anymore. Change, yeah. The yeah. AFL change rules every change year. Change rules. People. Well, they change it in the off-season. Um, and it sounds like San Lance is a, a bit of a chance to return yeah. as well. So, if those two both play... Maybe I don't go with Catton. Maybe 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 Nat Five. But I, I don't know. I've got a funny feeling that Carlton might sneak this one. They're not going to get many games. They'll probably get belted. But yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, but, you can't see Fremantle but, doing any belting. That's the thing. They just well, the don't have is, the scoring power. Well, the thing is, Carlton do have the one thing that can potentially nullify five, and it's called a Crips. Yeah, possibly. So, who knows? And he needed a rest. He really yeah, needed the bye. Oh, well, well, he's been lifting this those whole Those shoulders, thing. yeah, those shoulders needed a break. Mm. That's for sure. So... Yeah, look, I probably will listen to this on the radio as opposed to watching it. I, yeah. hope, I really hope Carlton get up. 
just for their supporters more than anything else. The big problem as well is Mark Murphy, I think, is unlikely to play in this game. Apparently, yeah. he's a bit of a chance, but I think he's still going to be another week or so. But the big Kaz could come back in. Kaz Bolt? Big, the big fella. So, good Mark. Good Mark. No goal. Just learn to handle to someone on the right. He's got to stop kicking it to the audience. Someone's got to show him those, those poles. Now you got to kick through those. Yeah, or stand on the side mm. so that when he's kicking, oh, the course. goals are off to the left-hand side. Just so when Eddie just, Betts' corner. That, yeah, yeah, Eddie Betts' yeah. corner, but just tell him to kick straight and mm. then the rest will work itself out. So, um, nah, poor guy. Nobody, nobody showed him how to kick when he was a kid, obviously. Poor, yeah. He's not the only one, he's not the only one in no, the NFL, no, no. by the way. He summarises the captain sort mm. of style. Uh, Matthew Kennedy is a bit of a chance to come back as well. That would help them massively. Yeah, he's a quality player, and there's a reason Soss got him out of GWS. But, um, yeah, look, I, I don't know why I'm going to go with Carlton, but, yeah, look, if, if well, Fife is going to play, um, yeah. and it sounds if Sandlance comes back in as well, I might change the tip. I might wait on Sandy for that one. If Sandy comes in, I think he'll probably, especially, you know... <laughs> I just think Cruz has been pretty... Oh, up and down. Yeah, like the rest very of the up and down. Like the whole, the whole team. team, yeah. I mean, if Sandy comes out and dominates, that might make a bit of a difference. So that's the thing. You know, Fife is such a good player. But anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm, at the moment, I'm going to tip Carlton. But yeah, I, this is a really, really tough game. I don't think I can give you, the listeners, too, yeah, many, too many more. I'm um, going Cat. I've said it two <clears> or three weeks ago. I'm not picking for for the rest of the year. That's not changing just because they won by three points against a... Oh, who knows what... So Adelaide that's the other up. thing. That So there's a really good point, is that there's... How much do you read into that Fremantle win? I don't think we should read as much into it as what no. I saw a lot of people over the last day or so talking about. Yet, as we said in the review, we went into it for 10, 15 minutes. Really big tick for what they've got at the moment and where they're yeah. at. But that said, I think Adelaide are a lot lower and I think you might be in an Ostradamus type position because you picked Adelaide to miss finals and I didn't see anyone tip that. So it, it actually looks like what you tipped and I remember thinking you've lost your plot. But I think you No, <laughs> I don't but, think no, I don't think I had them out of the eight. I had them pretty low. No, though. You had, had them out of the eight. No. You had them at tenth. You had them at tenth or ninth. You definitely had Adelaide out of the eight, I'm certain of it. And I had Hawthorne and Sydney eight and nine. Oh Sydney was the one you had out. I, I think, think you might have had Adelaide only just into the eight. eight. Or, oh really? Yeah, okay. I think, oh. but I had them. I had them dropping them from last year. Oh, yeah, I thought, you, okay, you might have had them at eighth. Well, then that's still not. They might get there, but yeah. regardless, you had them dropping a significant. Dropping yeah, significant. even outside of that, that's still a bad result from grand final to only scraping into the finals yeah. the following year. So, um, yeah, I think for me, I don't know if we want to read as much into that. <laughs> so, Catton for both of us. Yeah, go to Catton. And then the Battle of the Busted Ass up at Metricon Stadium. This is the game they should have over in China every year. This is the so there should be Alan Richardson and Stuart Jew should have like a gladiator match beforehand just to sort of you know get a bit of excitement into the game and whoever dies obviously is not or, coaching anymore anyway. So. Or pick themselves both to play. Oh, Jew, he's back. I don't think he can play. Uh, I think Alan Richie would be a big bigger chance, and he's older than him too. Yep. So this looks is that Metricon? Do you reckon they'll get? More than a, the crowd. Let's guess the crowd. And I reckon people guess the big crowds. Let's guess the small crowds. I'm going to say five thousand people. I reckon this could be the one game for the whole year that nobody watches. NRL, all NRL games get more crowds. Oh, without a doubt. 
But they, they only get sometimes three, four thousand some shitty games. Yeah. But I reckon this will get less. Yeah, no one's going to go to this game. There, there is no need to see this game. I mean, well, I mean, if we'll, you're a diehard, we'll watch go- this game because I want to know who's getting sacked. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're a diehard Gold Coast <laughs> be fair. fan, you'll go to this because it might be the only win you see for the rest of the season. Mm. And, yeah. it's, and it's a nice sunny day. It's going to be twenty-two or something in the, the Gold Coast. So nobody's going to go. They're going to be at the beach. Let's play this scenario out. Right. If if well, Stu, 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 Stu G's not going to get sacked, yeah, because no. he's only just gone in there. That's highly unlikely. Unless yeah. they lose every game, I think from here, that's that's, un, that's which is not out of the question. They're, they've got 37% on the ladder. Like, they look horrific. And they, they were witches' hats last week. Nah, if they lose every game, it's a possibility, but unlikely, no, right? No, because so the let's first say, half of the year, no, no, I know. he yeah, travel gets the excuse of the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. 49,000 kilometres they travelled, mm. and I heard all that. No, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> no, they did literally 49,000 kilometres. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um Let's play it out. If St Kilda lose this game by, say, 40 points or more, do you think Alan Richardson is sacked the next week? It won't happen, but it should happen. Why do you think it won't happen? I think I think it's a massive chance of happening. Who, who, what, has, I don't see how it solves the issues because I think it's not the coaching... Issue. I don't think the coach is the issue there. I think it's... well, the message isn't getting through. That's very clear from last last week. I'm gonna repeat it. They need to get their back of house stuff sorted. It's a basket case of a club. Well, and it just filters down. I think prolonging. That but just how do you know? But how do you know that the coaching group's not cooked as well? I mean, I'm not to say I know either. I didn't know. It doesn't look like time. the message is getting through to the players. I think that's pretty evident at yeah. this stage. One win is the worst. Res- so this is the worst result that St Kilda have had since the early 50s it's you know he's won what 34 Mr. games or I mean it's, it's absurd like they, they, are, they look a disgrace and they were eyeing off top four in their plans for this year that Mate, they're going to make bottom four. Oh, well, yeah. Anyway, I, I think if Half they lose by point. 40 points or more in this game, I think he'll lose his job. You reckon they're going to lose by 40 points, though? No. So they get Jake but back. But I said if they did. Yeah, so Carlisle back. He, yep, Carlisle's yep. back. And maybe, was it the so there's a few a forward that might be coming back? Yeah, so, well, Josh Bruce is... Josh Bruce, I think yeah. he's a bit of a chance. So um, if they get those two, there's two... Pillars, and I think that makes it very hard for Gold Coast to man up on those two. Yeah, Nathan Especially Freeman when, as well. Well, they don't have any players really. Yeah, They're well, hats. So. Well, their number one player is disinterested, and I would say is as in Stewie's, Tom Lynch. If, if Stewie, if anyone's been in Stewie's ear, he'll drop him, Lynch. Well, if they know he's going, so we we discussed this in the review. If you want to hear more, we went into it a fair bit. So if you want to hear more of that, um, go and skip it to that game. But look, yeah, Lynch. He looks like he's one thousand percent gone. And why play him? Why why waste games on him? Yeah, so, just give some young kid a chance and let it go from there. So so we're looking to do. So I'm going to tip St Kilda. I think St Kilda will win this game. I know we just spoke about how, ba- how much of a basket case there. But, but I still, we know that Stu I think they're a better basket case. Well, we know Stu Juice probably. Probably not. Probably not. I've seen weirder things, but probably not. The AFL basically got him there. Yeah, I know. Please leave Sydney. Imagine if he leaves. Oh, he might leave on his own volition. <laughs> I can't do this, guys. It's going to work it's for Jenny Gray. I'm going to go back and work for the horse. I. <laughs> no, look, I think St Kilda for me, with Carlisle coming back in, yeah. Billings got 500 disposals, three goals. You know, he's coming back. If he doesn't come back, that's a joke. Armitage got 41 disposals as well. Josh Bruce, Nathan Freeman, they actually have a bit of polish to come back in. So I think 
they're going to win this game, and I reckon they might win it by 40, 50 points. I actually reckon it's going to go the other way. <laughs> 80-point turn. No, no, but that's that's the reality. Uh, but yeah, the weirdest, weirdest stuff's happened. Oh, it has, yeah, of course. Of course it has. Essendon were on, on their knees, and they beat the Cats. We didn't remotely see that coming. So there's weird stuff that happens. So I'm, oh. I'm just throwing it out there so that in the event it happens, it looks like at least we covered that bit off. No, no, but I don't, I don't reckon it'll happen. So for me, and the, and the even, Saints. I think much, the Gold Coast are the worst side in the league. Yeah, as right much now. as as bad as St Kilda have been, they have at least in periods shown some glimpses. And but had they kicked, they straight, won the inside fifties, but then yeah, they lost by I mean, nearly if, eighty points. If they had flicked their point and goal mm. differential around, it actually last weekend would have been a fairly competitive game from them. They just can't the kick goals. Accuracy is, is unbelievable. Horrible. Yeah, and you know, one one week one of them will be back, and then the next week they're a joke again. Yeah, Billings, mate, Billings after his VFL, if he comes back into this side, he needs to get twenty five touches and kick at least two goals. Yeah, I want to see more from Membry as well. Yeah. Like he had a, he had a couple of good weeks, and then now only one goal was pretty average. I, I really like Josh Battle's game. I'm sure he'll stay in the side. So there was a bunch of busted ass players, and that they'll be able to pull out, and they'll bring in um yeah they'll bring in a bunch of quality. Yeah. So so let's keep moving. But yeah, we we both think the the Saints. The Saints, so, yep. Yeah, but it'd be be pretty crazy if Gold Coast win it and then win it well. But um, in terms of Gold Coast ins, I mean, oh, never heard of them. Is there any need? Don't even know. Who I don't they are. think there's any need. Is Stephen there... May or Jason Day? No, or... May hey, Day May. He placed golf. May hey, Day. No, no, he's still three weeks oh, away. Wow. So. No good. They're at least three weeks away from a win then. Well, Jared Lyons had 37 touches in the knee while I wrote that down. So that, that's a possibility, but yeah, no, that's it. Who? I don't think, yeah, who? Probably won't make it. I like Lyons. You know, every time, you, you don't know who he is. We could have done that every week. The no, who's never, this man and each week you forget. Yep. Next He's not game. in there long enough. He doesn't do no. anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's well, injured. Well, yeah, it's hard as well. <laughs> we don't exactly see many Gold Coast yeah. games. Next, what well, we try to, to cover only for the podcast. Yeah. Next game, big game at the MCG, Hawthorne seven twenty five versus the Adelaide Crows. The Silk game. So silk, the, the Yoda silk. of AFL plays his three hundred and fiftieth. Yeah. Eleventh versus tenth. Unfortunately, his little mate Cyril, if you haven't been up to date with the news, won't be playing. He's gone back to Darwin. Indefinitely, so, leave. leave. So we can only uh, surmise that his old man is very unwell, and this could be the end for him. And do you want to summarise what you were telling me off um, the pod? Yeah, absolutely. So, the, and I've got to make it very clear: I have no inner no, no links but... with Hawthorne. I don't know the Rioli family. It's just my understanding, though. It's he is the next eldest male in that family. Therefore, he will probably take over the elder statesman role. role. Yeah. Um, Cyril's always been adamant that he family has said is that publicly, the though. number one priority. It's daylight between anything else in his life. Mm. So, if it is as dire as his um, father passing, then we probably won't see Tariola play football again. That's just my understanding. Um, that's hopefully a possibility, it's not. yeah. And that's just the way. And that's just the way it is. And we won't probably hear more about the reasons why. It'll just be that Cyril's decision. He's decided to retire from football. Hopefully not. But it does seem like that. Um, Hawthorne it's, were pretty clear about cards, Levy's yeah. privacy um, mm. as it is, and he was meant to return this week it after like it was an injury, he was and he was yeah. training really well. So blah 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 blah. So yeah, so disappointing for for a general football perspective. But 
but obviously Hawthorne supporters um, are going to be pretty disappointed not to see him there, especially not to... He loves playing um, when he's made to big milestone games, so... Yeah, so I look, I'm going to go with Hawthorne, um, but not with a hell of a lot of confidence. I think it's going to be an interesting game. I know we just spoke about Adelaide not being as good as people think they are, blah, 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 but... They're a proud group. It sounds like Rory Laird's going to come back. I think Rory Sloan's a massive chance as well. So they've actually got some quality ins to come start to come back at least. Also, Hawthorne coming off the bye doesn't give me massive confidence as well. So, yeah, look, there's a few that are, that are a chance to come back. Um, Tom Lynch sounds like he's a bit of a chance as well. The Obviously, the Adelaide one. Gallucci, um, you know, he's kind of been there as well. So there, there'll, there'll be a few different pieces you imagine maybe the fog comes out if Lynch goes back in again. They seem to be doing that. Um, Rory Atkins, he wasn't as good last week, so maybe they, they look at a couple of drops. Who knows? But it's really hard to know with Adelaide, obviously, with so A, so many injuries, and then B, you know, not much um, clarity as to what the hell is going on. Absolutely, and then throw in the uh, predicted very wintry conditions um, yeah. for Melbourne on Saturday night. It'll be it's cold. only going to 11 degrees top on Saturday in Melbourne yeah. and rain. So it's probably going to be about 7 or 8 degrees, yeah. and which will at least bring the contest really close. I don't think it favours one team more than the other. I think both teams haven't had their um, run-and-gun style like we've seen for the last few years no, on yeah. show that often. I think um, they're having a slow game. Probably both teams will be like, yeah, Lisa gives us an opportunity to set up the way we want. Adelaide is still... Uh, Hawthorne is still Adelaide's hoodoo team to a degree. Um, for lots of reasons, Ben Stratton's been able to do a shutdown on Eddie Betts. Mm-hmm. And I'm going for Hawks for the same reason, without any confidence. It's at the G. If they want to continue uh, or to come back playing finals, this is a must um, I think it's a must win. win. And I think and also... Usually st- and they usually stand up for really for big, big milestone games. games yeah. And Except he's been Hodge. such a servant. But he's been such a servant yeah. of the club. He's an all-time... He will go down as a Hawthorne great. And he already was a great player... At Port, yeah, so it's amazing that um, he's actually he's played almost twice the amount of games at Hawthorne now. Because uh, he played 155, 157 at Port Adelaide, and he's up to his 350th. And he apparently he was saying in an interview that Clarko asks him like two or three questions. He's like, "Oh, says mate, if you're getting a kick and doing your bit for the team, you've got a spot." Yeah, well, he, he, he's a bit different to you know Sam Mitchell that was starting to lose pace, and they had other options to come in. Yeah, and he can still play Lewis, everywhere. I think they would have liked to have kept Lewis, but in in the end, that kind of went the way it went. Um, you know, Luke Hodge was getting towards the back end of his career. I mean, and just not the same amount of flexibility. He also said he was retiring. So yeah. to be fair, like I, I think, I mean, but also they had a few that with the pieces coming in, it you know it made it difficult financially as well. So there's all these other kind of elements to it. So, but look, there's yeah, there's a few different elements to this. So from a Hawthorne perspective, so who comes in for Cyril? I think uh, it changes how Clarko looks ahead to yeah. the future, and I wouldn't be surprised if someone like a Brandon Whitecross comes in. Yeah. To solidify that uh, high pressure role, because it's Puyopolo there at the moment. Bruce, to a degree, they probably, the way Hawthorne sets up, they probably just need that one more small, tenacious guy. Obviously, um, Brendan Whitecross is not as fast as Cyril and whatnot, but he's level headed, a lot of experience. I think we're probably missing one or two really experienced players in the front end of our of the team just to help the young younger guys come through. So obviously as we mentioned, we're recording Tuesday night. If the two Rory's, Tex and all these guys come back for 
Adelaide. But Adelaide, then, all, the text played. So text played last yeah, week, but, but he was really ex- average. So yeah, this this was the game that they again. he did, and who knew who the hell knows what's yeah. going on. But they, they they had this game marked. This is the weird thing. They had this game marked as Texas return, yeah. and then they rushed him. I think they rushed him back because he didn't look remotely ready. So there's no. a lot of different elements to this. I mean, yeah. they're a proud group though, Adelaide, and I think they won't want to go out without a fight because if they lose this game, you can pretty much park finals for this year or or yeah they'd have to have a massive it, turnaround it makes it very 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 tough i mean they, they'd have to start well they're going to have to win 70 80% of their games from here if they lose yeah, this so one. yeah cuz then they have the bye and then they face west coast richmond yeah so and gws yeah so, so they've <laughs> got they've got a tough run ahead so they, well, they needed to beat that's why i tipped them to beat fremantle because mm, they they, they had, had to, to win, win that game yeah so yeah look i'm gonna go with the hawks but again not with a hell of a lot of confidence no, I, I, I just think that Tipping they'll be able to get over the line and and i think adelaide are just that little bit off and i just think that it, it's going to be a regroup for next year and be interesting to see what happens with them in the trade period as well but yeah look even with Sloan coming back in, you know, is he going to come in and dominate as well? He's coming back from a foot injury, which can take a bit of time to kind of yeah, exactly you know, build that synergy as well. So, yeah, I, I think yeah, Hawks for me as yeah. well. Last game of the round, obviously with six teams having the bye on the Sunday, Geelong versus Richmond, massive game of the G at three twenty. So this will be this will be a cracking game. It's on Fox L too, so the crowd's going to be quite big. You'd imagine what they as call well. Rip Snorter. Yeah, that's it. Well, so Chris Scott said on 360 that, you know, apparently Richmond are undefeatable at the at the G and they're, you know, impossible to beat. I think he's <laughs> definitely getting... So um, revving it up. Getting, getting it ready. So I, I think, look, it sounds like there's some going to be some pretty impressive ins for them. So it sounds like Lockie Henderson's in the frame. Uh, Cam Guthrie's definitely a chance. Scott Selwood as well. We, we were talking about this before off... Um, before we started recording, that it sounds like Wiley Buzzer, I mean, he was not great. No. So it sounds like he's possible chance to come out as well. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a Jones as well. Like, there's a couple of people in the cat side that might be in a bit of trouble. And if, if, if they can get those two in. So the VFL side, the Geelong VFL side, dominated as well last week. So... Obviously, Aaron Black uh, injured, so there's a, you know they'll they'll bring somebody in for him, maybe a, a Thurlow or possibly even a Gregson or someone like that. So there's a, there's a couple of different options. It sounds like they're going to stick with Stanley, which is fine. You know that that that'll you know against Nankovas, I don't think it's going to make that much. He's a good ruckman. I'm not disparaging him, but he's not amazing. Yeah. So I think that'll be okay. Yeah. Look, question Kat, is um, Cats. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go. Well, I was just going to say he's um old mate. Uh, likely to get returned from New Zealand is Dusty. Or well, is that's he, a big question. We don't know. So Neil Baum said that he he's where they're kind of playing it by ear and seeing how the you know his body recovers. If he looks really good, given excuse me that they lost a port, maybe. But it's it's you know we just don't know. I mean we don't. He's he's been over there and is a you know we just don't know what what the story is. You know, yeah. The only people that know that is is it's he and the club. So they probably well they'll need to know soon because he's going to have to fly back and, and be back here in time and, and, and ready to play because they'd want him to fly back I'd imagine latest, probably just probably to, Saturday morning at the very oh, latest at the very latest you'd imagine probably Friday, Friday. so it, yeah look it's there's not too many days before then We're, you know this is Tuesday night now mm. so no doubt there's reporters in New Zealand hanging around the airport waiting to see what happens yeah. but so I reckon he still misses okay. I, I reckon I, so I don't think he'll play. 
No. So how did I mean you're a Richmond supporter, but have been a massive Cat supporter for a while? How, how how do games like this sit for you to to watch? Doesn't phase me because it's I'm, I'm a football supporter, so I don't I don't I want to watch a good game and and yeah, look, I think Richmond are due a quality test at the G. Um, you know they, they've won a lot of games at the G, but also they've they've hit teams at good times as well. Look, I think Geelong are a massive chance to to beat them. Yep. I'm going to go with the Tigers, but again, not with much confidence at all. They, I think, were quite good against Port and really should have probably got the job done. I think that might have been a loss that they actually needed. So for me, I think they'll they'll win one more. I think they'll win another one of the G and they'll, they'll probably drop the next one. I wouldn't be surprised. But look, it's it's very tough to read, especially we don't know at this stage. Obviously, a bunch of the yins we can't record on you know two minutes before the game when you find out with Geelong but um yeah yeah but yeah look it's it's it this is going to be regardless of you know ins and outs this is going to be an amazing game I would imagine Chris Scott's going to you know throw all the weapons at it and really I think use this as an opportunity to figure out how good this side could be so he'll bolster it up and make it as good as possible not that you you know you throw a half our side in but he, I think they're going to really they'll, they'll be worked up for this game and the coaching group in your Scarlet, some people like that will be pretty keen to, to you know, see what this group can do. Yeah, I know I'm a... This is a game that we differ. I'm going to go with Cats. Yep. And for, for the sole reason that I think this is the MCG game that they... Sitting is the drop. Yeah. This is the this is the drop that they have it's, for the It's year. a flip of the coin. Yeah. It, there's no... I don't have any specific no. inside or anything like that. No. I, I don't think... That, that is... It's a perfectly reasonable argument to argue Geelong... Mm, but I think it'll be very close this game. One or two kicks. I think I think just a bit of experience might. And I, the other thing too is I think Rance doesn't tend to have two bad games in a no, row. He didn't, have, he didn't have a terrible game, but he, he wasn't great. And I just think that yeah, it, it might they might be about the the other thing too is both the teams have the bye the next week, so they'll probably throw a lot at it. And yeah, they know they've got go a week that, to recover. Go a little bit harder to, on the on the Sunday. No, and they've all got that extra week to recover. They've got a whole week yeah. to recover. So I think yeah, this is going to be probably one of the matches of the round. You, you would assume so. Yeah, two really, really big blockbusters in Sydney West Coast and the, and this game. Yeah, well, they're, they're the real two. But even Hawthorne Adelaide should be a pretty good game. So, But look, I think, yeah, look, Ablett, uh, he had obviously a blinder last week. Is he going to keep having those blinders every week? Probably not because he's you know a lot older now. You know, it's really hard to back it up. You know, regularly having these massive games at his age. Um, you know, I thought Colin Jasney kind of played a little bit out of his skin, a little bit here and there. So... Some of that defence, you know, and I don't... Obviously, Henderson's a chance. Sounds like Taylor's not going to play. That, that's that's definitely out. But even if Henderson comes in, he's been out for a while. Is yeah. this defence going to be able to hold down all these forwards? So and does he fit straight in? We saw with Michael Hurley at um, Essendon. He, yeah. come, he wasn't there for a while and they played some really good football. And the first game back, he didn't slot into it. Didn't slot. So it takes The game's a too fast now. It just takes time. Like, yeah. you know, you see even quality, quality players... You know, even that's why another reason why I went with Carlton over Freo because even a quality player like Fife who's right up in the top echelon of the game, I still think even he's going to struggle a bit. Mm. But look, you know, Geelong have got you know, look at their lines. Like you know, Blixarves held Ben Brown goalless. Like he's fantastic. So you know, maybe he goes to a rewind. What a revelation! Takes him out of the well, game. What a revelation he's been down. Well, back. fans and people have been saying this for ages that that's the position they should play him in. But anyway, that's the, they they had the problem was in the past they had you you know Mackies and yeah, that's Kelly it. and different people there as in the um, which will Kelly. be the same thing now when Henderson and yeah, Harry yeah. Taylor come back. 
back what they everyone well he's not going to they're not going to take him out of the back half no it no. just mean Harry Taylor probably goes forward I think the thing yeah the main thing for me with Geelong is offensively I, I, I don't think you know Hawkins doesn't seem to tend to back it up like, he kicked a bit last can't week. Can't get Menzel back quick enough, really. No, so Menzel would be great to get him in, but he's definitely not going to be in. Pass no, it, you know. He he was like he was good, but yeah. Look, Kelly was a little bit down. I, I just think they're going to struggle to you know cover off all the elements of of Richmond. But again, you can mount the argument the other way. Yeah. So no, it's going to be good. You'd good, think, interesting match. Yeah, you'd think Blixarv goes to Rewalt, but who knows? Like this, it, the the coaches have such wacky um, ways of trying to do things nowadays. I'm, I'm honestly not sure, but it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, again, like the the Sydney West Coast game, as we said, how they structure up defensively and yep. offensively, and how their zones work, and wh- which styles work and which styles don't, and. You know, the, the G's are big round, so they can kind of do a few different things. And the Cats seem to adjust there pretty well. Well, so. yeah, I was going to say, it's not massive advantage. Cats have played a lot of football at the MCG. Yeah, exactly. It's not, so it's they, not a way they to, love it. No. no, definitely not. So um, No, I thought it's it's a very, very tough game. It's a tough round. So we'll, let's go back through our tips. So on Thursday night, Port Adelaide versus Western Bulldogs, we've both gone with Port. Port yeah. Um, on the Friday night, Sydney versus West Coast, we've both gone with Sydney. Sydney, yep. Next game on the Saturday, Carlton over the Dockers, we've both gone with Carlton. Definitely gone with the um, I think if Sandlands comes in, that's the only thing. If Sandy comes in, I might flip that around, but at this stage. And then Battle of the Busted Ass, Metricon Stadium, Gold Coast Suns versus St Kilda Saints, we've both gone with the, the Saints. Saints. Yeah, I think they bring a lot of that. Mature. They have to win this game. Place, if yeah. they lose this game, I mean, they're basically, you know, they're saying goodbye to Richo. That's almost. It's, well, do they it's go, at that stage. Do they get moved to Tassie? They get sacked. The players. Go to Tassie? They could be a Tassie team. Well, I'll be... They're a bit closer at the moment. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Hawthorne Crows, we've both tipped the Hawks, Hawks. but again, not with a huge amount no, of confidence. No, no confidence there. I think, um, but I think, look, given how great Burgoyne's been for this club, you, you would think that players would turn up for this and, and galvanise around it. You'd hope so. And they've been a good side this year, Hawthorne. I, I, I think they've been a little bit up and down here and there, but I think they'll be able to win this game at home. Yep. Um, and then last one, we both we're splitting. Splitted, yeah. yeah you're sorry, going I'm with ca- Tigs, and Tigs I'm and going with Cats. Cats. So yeah, look, it's it. But again, complete flip of the coin game with that one. I think almost especially. Yeah, and um, I would dip, I would probably change my mind if I knew who was in and out for that. Well, for a lot of these well, games, I would change. I'd probably I think change a couple, games, but yeah, yeah, that that one especially. I think it is very very hard to get a read on. So Caddy likes playing his old side. That's another another storyline in this. So you mm. think. Caddy, who had a bit of a down week last week, would probably be right yeah, I up again. If Stewart or Tui goes to him. So another, another one as well. So we didn't get time to we'll, we'll do it now. Is the yeah. um, is Rioli as well? So he's a massive chance. At least to one come back Rioli's in. back this week. Rizzo, Rizzo, our Rizzo in, um, and then also Corey Ellis was was amazing. So look, there's there's a few different elements to it. So the, you know the VFL side's been been doing really really well. So it's yeah. The, Richmond have got they might you know flip it around a little bit and and you know have a few things that you know might make a couple of adjustments here and there I think Broad apparently had a couple of issues uh, with his back so he might come out so there's there's a few things they can move around um Shy Bolton as well was was excellent too yeah so, he was very good yeah look they they they're a good side and and they're a proud side and I don't think they'll like the narrative that that some people are peddling of no dusty no Richmond I think they'll no. they'll probably go well 
gets he was amazing last year but they're, they're a good side like they, they've got a, some real quality through the ground and and um, yeah look it's going to be a, that's a, that's you know one of the better matches so far this year so hopefully it it stands up to the hype and and you know is, mm. is contested and is tight, tight. yeah is, so is really... physical as well given they've got a week break I hope we see some high tackle numbers and I don't mind as long as it's close you know some nice you know defensive pressure from both sides and just you know you want to see the stars out and you know it'd be great to see that Geelong midfield versus you know Cochins and you know the quality that Richmond have as yeah, well absolutely. so that's the thing Richmond have got not necessarily as much um accolades no but you know i still think they've got a pretty good group and they've got a a few guys that were you know a little bit down from last week and i just think they'll have a bit of a point to prove but who knows it's 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 such a hard season to read when it comes to that to this top end stuff because i think this year is clearly a year where even though west coast i know have only lost the one game and you know buddy kicked eight that day in round one and they've won 10 in a row but um, I don't. I still don't think personally. I don't think there's any team at the moment that that, that is basically undefeatable everywhere. Like I, no. don't, I just don't think that's going to happen. And West Coast will drop some games definitely in, in the back half of the year, and it's not going to matter because they'll almost certainly make no, top four. It's um, not, it's not like yeah. the EPL where Manchester City this year was so well, halfway through the season. They were so far ahead of the or even Golden the State in the They're NBA that looked so far ahead. away. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't look like that this year. No. You know, and there's been years West like Coast that. are only one key injury from being pulled back to the pack. And their kids are, and your brasses and people like that. There yeah. are going to be some kids that are going to slow down. And you know, the back end of the year, that there's been so many breakout stories, and it might take Darling two to three weeks to get back into it. And by then, you're back into the year, and you know, who knows? And then does like, he lose his confidence? And we <laughs> see the old Darling come back. Yeah, there's oh, a lot look, of narratives there's, that there's, can come out of exactly. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of different directions that this season could go. But at the moment. You know, picking between you know like a Geelong and a, and a, and a Tiggs, like it's it is as, as, toss the coin. That's it. And I mean, mm, as the ladder suggests, it's four versus two. Like they're they're, they're pretty close between. There's only percentage or game and percentage, and that's it. So, exactly. Yeah. So, but no, Tiggs for me. But yeah, and you've gone with the Catters. But I think um I think that's yeah. And just to recover again, so Brisbane, Collingwood, Essen, and Giants, Melbourne, and North all have the buy. So. Those guys will be back, and then so we've got another buy round, and then um, back to normal games. So we've only got one more after this following round, and um, lots of Thursday night games, which I like. I like. I like. We, we like the it's Thursday only, night games. It's only Wednesday where we're not looking at talking about footy. That's it. It's one one day of rest and back into it. So I know the podcast we get to listen to. That's it. Well, I guess you could. Well, if we get time to re-listen to it. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. If you could rate and review us on iTunes or any of the platforms that you use, that would be fantastic. Just makes it a lot easier for people to discover the podcast. You can email us at, at AFL Deep Dive on any of the social media platforms and AFL Deep Dive at gmail.com as well. Uh, hit us up, get some yep. conversation going. Ask us questions, let us know what you want to hear more of. Abuse us, don't mind, we yeah. can cope with it. Enjoy we'll just block you. the football. No, Check out hopstone.com.au. See you later. And enjoy the weekend of footy. There's some good games, exactly. Good games. Yeah. Cheers, See guys. Bye.